Hi friends, and welcome to Believe Like a Boss. I'm your host, Life Coach Nandu Camille. Join me as I teach you how to smash your goals and expand the possibility of your life through mindset management, spiritual alignment, and authentic action. I'll teach you how to create what I like to call a life of thrive with ease and authenticity. It's time to play with what's possible. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, 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 my friends, and welcome back to another episode. I am your host, Life Coach Nandi Camille. I'm so excited to have you back. Happy Valentine's Day, my friends. Happy, happy Valentine's Day. It's Monday. It's Valentine's Day. It's a great day. I hope it is wherever you are tuning in from. This week, because we're talking Valentine's Day, I'm talking self-love and I'm talking partner love, how to increase self and partner love because all throughout the month of February we're going to talk about self-love through a few different perspectives last week we did I can do hard things and how showing up for yourself and doing those hard things that are in alignment with your goals is an act of self-love right And, and as always my friends take what sticks to you on this podcast leave the rest if anything doesn't resonate just means it's not for you not for you today maybe you'll pick it up in another season maybe you'll never pick it up that's okay Listen to what sticks to you, leave the rest. So this week when we're talking about increasing self and partner love, I just broke it up into two different categories, increasing your self-love, and then I'm going to bop over to increasing partner love. And I just have a few different um, bullet points under each one that I think are both impactful and all of them you can take some time to either journal on or just reflect on or maybe even have a conversation with your partner about or someone that you care about in your life. Just have a conversation around these things. So for the first one, increasing self-love, the first thing that I wrote was practicing showing up for yourself. One of the ways that we can increase our love for ourselves, right, our compassion, our excitement, our grace for ourselves, is by practicing showing up for ourselves, which goes hand in hand with what we talked about last week. I can do hard things. Now, that doesn't inherently mean that all the things you do to show up for yourself are hard. One of the things you might do to, quote, show up for yourself is start to plan out your outfits the night before or wake up a little bit early so you can plan out your outfits so that way when you're walking into work, when you're walking into your day to meet your clients, you feel really good. You're not worried about being uncomfortable in your clothes. You're not worried about not looking like yourself or not feeling like yourself. You've taken that time to do that. And one might say that's not a hard thing to do. It's it's a little time consuming maybe. It's a little tedious at first maybe to understand your body type and how different clothes fit on it and what you like and what your style is now. But it, people would usually not say that that's inherently hard. So when I say practice showing up for yourself, thinking about like we do every single week on this podcast, thinking about what is the gap between where I am and where I want to be when it comes to just you, not the, not the tangible things on the earth, but just you as a human being in the world. Where is the gap between where I am and where I want to be? And when I say that, I literally mean within yourself. The gap between where I am and where I want to be is I want to be a more patient person. I want to be a more loving person. And right now I'm rushing all the time, right? And right now I'm snapping at my family all the time. That's what I'm talking about. And so then when we apply this concept of practicing showing up for yourself, if I'm saying the gap between where I am and where I want to be is I don't want to snap on my kids in the afternoon every single day, right? Okay, I'm going to practice showing up for myself ahead of time. I'm going to practice showing up as that person that's a little bit slower to anger. 
What does that mean for me? How would I become somebody that is slower to anger? What are my first ideas? Is it that I take some more time for myself in the morning? Is it that I start seeing a therapist to help me sort through some of these thoughts in my head? Is it that I try on meditation and movement to help increase my good feeling endorphins and hormones and do that? Practice showing up for yourself. When we practice showing up for ourselves, in my opinion, it is an act of self-love and a way to increase self-love. Because if we are consistently saying yes to everybody else and not yes to ourself, right? We're, we're showing up for others and others and others. Again, there's nothing wrong with that. But also make sure you're showing up for yourself because the message, that's what we're getting to. What is the message that you're, you're giving yourself? When we're talking about increasing self-love, we're talking about sending a message to ourselves that I care about myself, right? Saying to yourself, I care about you. I care about your well-being. I hope that you're well and I'm going to do the things to make sure that you're well to the best of my ability versus saying yes and showing up for everybody else and negating yourself. Then what's the message? Other people are always more important than me. I should always put more people for myself. And even when I say that, I think that that's true for a lot of people. There's a lot of people that walk around and uh, I was this way. You must put others before yourself. Raised Christian, it was very much you have to. It was the way to do things. And I think that's true, but I think there's an and to that. I don't think it's an either or. No, put yourself first or put other people first. And I think that that's what gets us stuck from showing up for ourselves is we think I have to show up for other people or I have to show up for myself. And if I'm showing up for myself, then I'm not showing up for other people. Check in with that. What is the story that you're telling yourself and does it serve you? I tell the story that I serve others and I serve myself and that when I serve myself, I serve others better because my cup is full and I only say yes to things that I want to say yes to so that way when I show up, I'm not showing up begrudgingly and that is a win-win for everybody involved. This is what we're talking about when we say practice showing up for yourself. It doesn't mean you negate others. It just means that you take a pause. Am I showing up as my best self when I say yes to this? Or am I showing up resentfully? Because that doesn't serve the other person. That doesn't serve you either. So check in. That's the first one. When we're talking about increasing self-love, I want you to practice showing up for yourself. And check in with the messages that you you are hearing in your head that you're telling yourself, right? Are you telling yourself, I can't put myself first, that would be wrong or bad? Or are you asking yourself, what would it mean to put myself first for a moment, right? Just roll those things around and just notice what comes up. Mindfulness is so important. And when I say mindfulness, it's noticing the thoughts without judgment, noticing that you have been saying for your entire life, I must put others before myself or I'm a bad person. And if you want to believe something else, being willing to say, you know what, I'm willing to believe something else. I would like to believe something else. I don't want to negate the friends and family that I have. I want to still be there for them, but I want to be there for myself too. That's what we're talking about when we talk about increasing self-love. Two more here with increasing self-love. The next one is practicing saying kind things to yourself. This one we hear a lot. It's very basic, so I have to say it here, but I'm also going to talk about why. Practicing saying kind things to yourself. Let's talk about the brain, right? So if you're consistently telling yourself, I'm always late, I'm always late, I'm never on time, I'm always a late person, I'm always a late person, and that's bad, and I'm always late, right? 
what is the impact of that? <laughs> and I don't care if it has been 20 something years that you've always been late. If you don't agree with that and if that doesn't represent your best self, you can decide today, I'm going to start working on not being late anymore. And for some people, that's something that can be cold turkey. I'm going to wake up an hour earlier so that I'm not late. For other people, it might be over time, right? I'm going to get up a little bit earlier or I'm going to only be 10 minutes late this time and then five minutes late, right? And and slow it down. I know my, my type A's that are listening to her are like, what? <laughs> You're late at all? Meet yourself where you are. The second pillar though is practicing saying kind things to yourself. So in that example of, you're late, right? And you're on your way. You're so stupid. You're always late. That we're we're working on getting that out. Right? That's that's not serving us. Yes, you're late, okay? But let's say something kind. You're showing up for work. I'm showing up and tomorrow I'm going to try again. Right? I'm showing up and tomorrow I'm going to try this. And just on a as you're walking through your day, just pause. Just tell yourself something kind. I'm so proud of you for all the work that you've done today. I'm so proud of you that even though you haven't hit the goal that you wanted to hit, that you are still working towards it, that you are still showing up for yourself and those around you. Brava. Go me. Say kind things to yourself. I always think about this video that went viral at the time. I don't know if it was on YouTube. There's so many different social media channels now. But it was on one. It's probably on all of them now if you searched it. But there's this little girl and she's standing on her bathroom counter and she's just rambling off. We're going to have a great day and you have great hair and you have great parents and you're going to go to a great school. And she's just like rambling off all these wonderful things. And I just think it would be so lovely if all of us did that every day. All of us. If we just took 30 seconds to congratulate ourselves for what we've done, to take a beat and to think about what it is that we're proud of, to lurk ourselves in the mirror and not cringe, to look ourselves in the mirror and be like, you look good. Look at your hair. Look at those beautiful eyes that get to see so much. Look at just like admiring ourselves. Spend some time there. And if that's uncomfortable for you, let it be. If it's uncomfortable for you, don't beat yourself up for it being hard to say I love you to yourself, for it being hard to say something kind to yourself. Meet yourself where you are. Notice, ooh, this is uncomfortable. One day it won't be. I'm going to start here. I love me. I love me. And when you say that to yourself, notice what comes up. You can't love you. You da-da-da-da-da. Oh, I do love me. That's uncomfortable. Notice the thoughts that come up. Again, we're always going to invite in mindfulness here. Just notice when you go to tell yourself that you love yourself, do you agree? Do you disagree? Is it itchy? Does it feel comfortable? Does it feel like a, a puppy that you lost? You're like, oh my gosh, I found you. I feel so good and whole and you're back again. I love me. What comes up for you? But when we're talking about increasing self-love, that is a great way to increase that self-love. Spend time celebrating yourself daily. Celebrate yourself and those around you daily. Here's the byproduct of that. I think sometimes, again, when people hear celebrate yourself, I'm like, they're like, oh, is that conceited? If you can celebrate yourself, think about how much easier it will be for you to celebrate others. I know that seems counterintuitive. A lot of times it's like, oh, it's just so much easier to celebrate others. But think about how much easier it will be. Even like spending that time. If you love yourself, if you love yourself, we have so much space and grace for others. Just period. We just do. If you have grace for yourself, that when you make a mistake, you're like, all right, I made a mistake. It's all right. I'm not a horrible person. Self-love, right? I got this. 
Imagine how much more grace and space you have for others when they make mistakes. That, see, again, that's why the brain, the ego works against us. You No, don't be proud of yourself. That's conceited. But when we are, especially in those moments that we fall down, we have so much more space for others for when they fall down, for when they mess up, whether it impacts us or not. When we practice self-love, we increase our love for others. Here's the third one. I want you to journal it out. Maybe have a conversation with somebody that you love and you care about. If you don't like to journal, maybe you do a voice memo. But this one is journaling. I want you to journal. Who is my best, most loved self? And how does she feel, think, and show up? Who is my most loved self? And how does she feel, think, and show up? I think this question is so important because it brings it home to you. You decide who is my most loved self. If I imagine me feeling confident, feeling loved, feeling excited about who I am, feeling good in my body, what is it that I'm thinking about myself? How is it that I'm showing up in the world? Am I showing up more confidently? Does anything change about how I show up in the world? Am I dressing differently? Am I carrying myself differently? Do I have a different job because I have more confidence to go after what I really want? Who is my most loved self? And I even want you to play with that phrasing when I say most loved. If there's another word that speaks to you, use that word, right? Who is my most confident self? Who is my most patient self? Who is my most empowered self? I stick, stuck with most love around Valentine's Day. You know, you know, I gotta love love. But use what works for you. Who is my most loved self? And how does she feel, think, and show up? Really take your time on each of those. How does she feel? She feels good. She feels confident. She feels ready for the day. She feels excited. She feels confident. How does she feel? How does she think? What are the thoughts that she has, they have, whoever it is that's listening here, what are the thoughts that your most confident self has that allows them to feel that way? Your most loved self, your most bossiest self, your most confident self. What are they thinking about themselves and the world around them that influences that feeling? And then therefore, as a result of those two things, how are they showing up in the world? If you are thinking this and feeling that, how are you walking around in the world? Again, does it change your wardrobe? Does it change your routine? Does it change, you're like, I've always wanted to go to that pole dancing class and now I'm finally gonna do it because that's what my most loved self does. I'm not gonna wait until I have that kind of body to take a pole dancing class. I'm gonna do it now, right? Spend some time here and then ask yourself as you finish, what else? What else? Really comb your brain. I was going to go and do self-love and partner love, my friends, today, but I'm just going to pause here. I'm going to do partner love next week on the podcast. I'm going to break this up into two different episodes. So this week for self-love, three things you're focusing on with increasing that self-love, practicing showing up for yourself. You get to decide what that means for you. Maybe go back to the pri- the previous excuse me, episode and listen to I can do hard things, right? Showing up for yourself. So you can determine what those things are and what that means to show up for yourself. Number two, just point blank period, saying kind, loving things to yourself. Thinking kind, loving things to yourself. When you see yourself in the mirror, don't cringe. Don't cringe. Don't say nothing nasty. Even if you can't say anything to yourself at all, just stare at yourself without saying anything mean. Sometimes that's where we need to start. But that's the second one. 
saying kind things to yourself. And the third one, I want you to journal it out. Maybe have a a conversation with somebody that you love and you trust. Maybe bring this to your coach, bring it to your therapist, talking about this is who I imagine my most loved, best self. This is how she feels. This is how she thinks. This is how she shows up. And this is when I bring this journal prompt to the forefront of my brain. The gap between where I am and where I want to be is X, Y, and Z. Be so loving and graceful with yourself in this process. My coaching is never meant to be you're bad, you're wrong. You're perfect how you are. You are absolutely perfect how you are. And it's not about searching for what's wrong with you so you can be fixed. There's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you. This is about coming home to yourself and remembering that. That's what this is about. Coming back home to yourself and remembering that there's nothing wrong with you. And remembering that you are capable of the dreams that were placed on your heart. And remembering that you are so worthy. You are so worthy as you are. And remembering that you are loved. You are loved and you are love. Both of those. Happy Valentine's Day, my friends. If you enjoy this podcast, come and join me on the Marigold app. I have a few confidence sessions there. You can use code NANDI50 to get 50% off their annual membership. Come and join me there. There's a plethora of coaches on there besides myself to coach you on a different topic around confidence, whether it's random, basic, you know, basic confidence, or if it's more specific to sexual confidence or financial confidence, right? I say basic confidence, meaning I just want to feel more confident, right? So whatever it is, Marigold is really good about bringing in a variety of teachers to help you feel like your most confident self. And I'm one of the teachers on there. I also have an event coming up at the end of this month, my friend. So as this podcast is coming out, it's February 14th, 2022. The event is on Monday, February 21st, 2022. It's a self-perception and self-love. You can click in the show notes, in the notes to this podcast to get the link to that event. You can also just come and hang out with me on Instagram. Come hang out with me on social media. Follow me. Share a little bit more of my personal life at Nandi.Camille. Again, all of this information is in the notes, is in the podcast notes. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your week. Take care of yourselves, my friends. I'll see you next time. Hi friend, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, I would love if you would like, share, subscribe, share this with your friends, your family, your girlfriends. If you're interested in one-on-one coaching or just curious about learning more, head over to nandicamille.com.